Good morning, faithful listeners. It is Jen here with p40ministries.com. And I have a brand new episode for you guys today. And it is out of Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 20. This is one of the last parts of the Sermon on the Mount. We are not far from finishing up the entire Sermon on the Mount, which is fascinating to me because it just seems like I'm going so quickly through this entire podcast. Pretty soon I'll be done with the whole Bible and then I won't even know what to do. (laughs) I mean, we're not there yet, but definitely give me some ideas in the future of what you think I should keep doing with the podcast. So now I'm going to ask everybody to go ahead and listen in. And if you have your Bible in front of you, turn to it. I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified Version of the Bible today, or the AMP. I just haven't read out of the Amplified Version in a while. So I thought it would be cool to uh, change things up a little bit today. But I want to let you guys know that if you enjoy this podcast, definitely share it. I, um... I love seeing growth. That is actually one of my main values in life. I love seeing people growing. And I want you guys to be fulfilled. And And if this is a way that you are being fulfilled is through this podcast, that is so exciting to me. And I would definitely appreciate it if you share the podcast on your social media platforms. And, you know, let other people know it's out there. And I do appreciate that. But let's go ahead and turn in our Bibles to Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads to the way of destruction and eternal loss. And there are many who enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads to the way to everlasting life. But there are few who find it. Beware of the false prophets, teachers, who come to you dressed as sheep, appearing gentle and innocent, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them, that is, by their contrived doctrine and self-focus. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the unhealthy tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit, you will recognize them as false prophets. What an interesting portion this is. Jesus starts it out by saying, enter through the narrow gate. Because the gate that is narrow is the one that leads to everlasting life. But wide is the gate and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads to the way of destruction and eternal loss is what Jesus says. And there are many who enter through it. And that's because traveling down a different path is hard. Most people aren't going to take it. They're going to take the path that looks the easiest to travel. Unless you are like an adventurer and a hiker, most people will want to travel the easiest trail or the easiest path that they can possibly take. And there's a park actually down the road from my house that I love to go to. And it has these trails cut out. But it has these ledges all around, and you can go down those ledges and take the really hard paths. 
But when I'm walking my dog or I'm by myself, I don't want to take those paths. I just want to do the minimum work that's necessary in order to get my exercise in. And I feel like the majority of people probably feel the same way. So Jesus says it's easy to travel the road that leads to destruction. But it's hard to travel the path that leads to life because it does take surrender. It takes surrender and it takes some work on our part in order to surrender our lives to Christ. We have to give up that control of our lives and give it to God so that he can move us where we are supposed to be moved rather than constantly having control of every single circumstances in our lives and making ourselves like God. We don't want to let up that control. We want to hold on to it and grasp it. And that's why it's hard to travel the narrow path because it takes surrender. It takes some work on our part. Yes, Jesus does do all the work, but we have to allow God to take control of our lives and to surrender to him. And that's why I think that it is harder to find that narrow path. Because Jesus says, there are few who find it. And I was actually looking up some graphs of world religions. And I found out that Christianity takes up about 33% of the world's religion. And that includes Catholicism and Baptists and um, Protestants and whatever else there is. But even within the church, you know, 33% of the world seems like a lot. That's a third of the entire world identifies as Christians. But even within the church, there are so many issues. You know, I, I work at a church and even within my own community, especially with all this stuff going on right now with the pandemic, it's just caused so much disunity even within my own community. So there's problems even within the church and people fall away from the church. People can identify as Christians all they want, but if they don't actually follow it and if they don't actually believe it and surrender their lives to Christ and spread the gospel and live it, then are they really Christians? Because even Jesus says here in the next part, he says, Beware of false prophets and teachers who come to you dressed as sheep, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them, that is, by their contrived doctrine and self-focus. So Jesus is talking right here now about people who claim to be Christians, false teachers and false prophets who claim to be Christians, but they are not. He says, You will know if these people are true by their fruit. And what does that mean exactly? Well, Paul talks about fruit in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, and you might know it. He says, By the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So if you see a person who claims to be a Christian, And they have these qualities. They have love for other people. They have joy and peace, meaning they're not scared of the future. And they have joy. They have forbearance, which means patience. 
They have kindness towards other and, uh, others and goodness towards others. And they have faithfulness in the word and in Christ. Gentleness and self-control, meaning they don't get angry at the snap of a finger, but they have self-control. If they produce these kinds of qualities, that means the spirit is within them. That means that the spirit is helping them grow. And the people who don't have the spirit will not have this kind of fruit. So these false prophets and false teachers might claim that they're Christians all they want. And not even just them, but everybody can claim that they're Christians all they want. But if they don't have the fruit of the spirit, that means that they don't have the Holy Spirit within them. And that is how we can know. So even here, I was talking about judging a few episodes back, probably last week, but we are to judge to make sure that people have this fruit within our own communities in order to protect ourselves, in order to make sure that these people who claim that they're Christians are not spreading bad doctrine and untruths to people who might be younger Christians or don't know as much about the Bible. We have to make sure that these people aren't leading people astray because Jesus says, inwardly, these people are ravenous wolves. And I believe that these people are sent by Satan himself to try to destroy the church from the inside out. So we have to guard ourselves. We have to judge to make sure that this doctrine that they're teaching is true. We have to make sure that they themselves are producing this fruit of the Spirit. Because if they're not, we should probably not be listening to what they have to say about Christian things. I do believe that people who don't have the Spirit can give good advice. There is morals out there. But I don't think that these people should be teaching or leading or prophesying in the church and that's what Jesus says because you know there's going to be people in our church that might not necessarily have the fruit of the spirit but we have to make sure that those people are still learning that we have to make sure that they are the ones that are being taught rather than the ones leading and teaching and potentially pushing people off the right path and putting them on the big broad path that leads to destruction. We have to make sure that those types of people that want to do that are not leading in our churches. So this was a breakdown of Matthew chapter 7 verses 13 through 20. This was a fun part for me to talk about. I really enjoyed uh, talking about this part because it was just interesting to research the amount of Christianity in the world and just to talk about that. I love, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I love seeing growth within people. And this here, what Jesus talks about with false prophets and false teachers really irks me. Because that is the opposite of growth. That is non-growth, if not, um, what's the opposite of growth? Uh, decaying? Yeah, decaying. I mean, these people want to decay unsuspecting people in the church, and that just irks me. So when Jesus talks about this, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can't have those false teachers. <laughs> so 
I hope you learned something today. I hope this podcast touched you and that you are enjoying your time here on P40 Ministries. Join me tomorrow for an episode out of Genesis once again at 6 a.m. Make sure to share the podcast and let everybody know that it exists and that they can have a morning dose of the Bible before they go into work. And also go to my website, www.p40ministries.com shop. And I think you know the reason why. I have some great t-shirts in there and some great designs. Check them out and get yourself a P40 Ministries t-shirt for yourself and wear that logo proudly. I thank you guys so, so much for joining every single morning, for listening in and for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Happy listening and God bless faithful listeners. Bye everybody.